Matt Dumba finally has a new home. Eric Carlson can't terrorize the Minnesota Wild as much. And we discuss the fourth line expectations for 2023-2024, all on today's episode of Locked on Wild. You're locked on wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What is happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Lockdown Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and your favorite podcast platforms so you don't miss out on any new episodes throughout the week. On today's episode of Lockdown Wild, Alex McLeady joins us as we discuss Matt Dumba's new home. We'll talk about the ripple effects of the Eric Carlson trade, and we will look at the expectations for the Wild fourth line heading into the season. My name is Seth Topol, your daily Minnesota Wild insider. As Lockdown Wild boot camp rolls on, we bring Alex Micheletti into today's show for his usual Monday appearance. Alex, it took a little while, but uh, our lead story here today is that Matt Dumba found a new home, and it's a popular destination for former Minnesota Wild players as he heads to Arizona one year, $3.9 million. And so took Dumba a little time to uh, catch on to a new home, but uh, he seems to have gone to what has become a pretty popular spot for veteran free agents here. Yeah, he joins up with uh, his former teammates and uh, Nick Bukestad and, and Jason Zucker. And uh, yeah, it's a interesting spot. Um, they they keep collecting, uh, you know, these um, vets uh, like you like you mentioned. Uh, they uh, signed Alex uh, Kerfoot from from Toronto too, and so you know, just one year deal for a lot of these guys. And you know, maybe it's a you know prove it deal, or you know, they can hopefully get traded at the deadline if Arizona is not in the mix there they you know they're improving but I don't know if they've quite reached the you know the you know the playoff uh, you know spot um, uh, in the central so yeah uh, interesting team nonetheless though and you know happy for Matt Dumba to finally get on a team because it was taking way too long yeah, and Dumba finishes his wild career with 598 career games, 79 goals, 157 assists, 236 total points. And Dumba's wild career can be summed up, I think, succinctly in the fact that it was kind of a tragic tale of injuries taking away the best part of his game. The first few years that he was in the league, he was a great offensive defenseman but after that fight he just was never the same guy yeah it's a very polarizing career uh, here um the fans you either loved him or you hated him there was there was no in between uh unfortunate fight with matthew kachuk who's whose career you, yeah uh talk about dumba and kachuk just uh the way their careers have have gone now matt coming off uh you know pretty good last last season but uh uh, you know, Kachuk really turned into a superstar um, after that. Um, so, yeah, un- unfortunate for for Matt, but uh, you know, he's found a home now in Arizona, and 
yeah, we'll we'll see we'll see how that goes. That 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 team, it's uh, an adventure with everything they've been through. So, uh, we'll 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 see. Um, he, you know, gives that team a little bit of stability on, on the back end there. They, you know, they picked up a couple of other defensemen. Um, you know, Sean Dersey from from LA, who's coming off a you know, I I would I would say career year uh, for for him, and so uh, excited to see. Um, how he does and and how he gels with with Dumba if they're D partners or not. Um, so yeah, very very interesting. We wish him all the best mm-hmm. in his new destination. And we discussed this a couple of months back or, or a month back, I think it was, in just looking at you know why hasn't he signed yet? And I think we had gone so far even as to say it would make a lot of sense to go to Arizona because. The Coyotes are hoping to be a team that knocks on the door of the postseason. If they don't, though, they've got some pretty solid assets that they would be able to jettison at the deadline. You've got Dumba, a veteran defenseman. You've got Zucker, a veteran forward. You've got Bugstad, who was traded to Edmonton and had uh, a great uh, postseason run last year. And so it makes sense for a team that is probably another year away to just start to bring in assets in this fashion so that they can accumulate some free picks and some free prospects at the trade deadline when everybody's buying. Yeah. And these are the exact type of guys too, that teams are always looking for. And uh, you mentioned Bukestad, you know, being a center teams, (laughs) we know it uh, here with, with the wild, they are always looking for center depth. And so you know, if he can get off to a good start, you know, teams will, teams will be scouting Arizona all, you know, all part of the first half of the season and going into the deadline because they know those guys are there. Um, and, you know, especially a guy, a guy like Jason Zucker, too, that they know can score. Um, and so he is definitely banking on, you know, having a really, you know, a really good start of the season and then hoping uh, because of the way he plays that he can, like I mentioned on Twitter that he can cash in with the cap going up next season, it, be it with a team that, you know, that picks him up at the deadline or in just in, in the summer in the free agency, if Arizona doesn't deal um, a guy like Zucker. Arizona's social media uh, coordinator, whoever runs their, uh, their X account <laughs> um, was Wilden as the kids say, because they announced the Matt Dumba trade with the following. Have we, have we figured out what is it? It It's not tweets anymore. Is it just X's? Do we, yeah. do we know Have we pinned that down yet? Um, a- anyway, I-, I read the following. So they have Matt Dumba's picture just <laughs> over a background of a bunch of cactuses. And it's, <laughs> it's a pretty, it's pretty standard Photoshop. And the, the X says, Yotes are a wagon. Dare I say the P word? And you, you can deduct that they're talking about the playoffs, but the amount of people who responded with poverty, um, I'm not going to lie, that made me chuckle a little bit. But then I got back to the task at hand. Is everything that Arizona has done, is it enough for them to be sniffing the postseason, I get trying to drum up interest, but we're not thinking playoff run for them at this point, are we? 
I just don't think they can leapfrog, you know, a couple of the teams that would be in front of them in the central, um, you know, the, the central is going to be tough. You know, uh, I, I, this is a team that um, is, is improving, you know, of course, um, but it, <laughs> they have to get the goaltending too. They always yeah. are a team that gives up a ton of goals, um, you know, and you're, you're, you're hoping that, uh, you know, a guy like Clayton, uh, Clayton Keller can, you know, carry this team again, the way, uh, you know, he played last season was absolutely incredible. Uh, and they had, you know, younger guys, you know, continue to, you know, step up. Um, and so, uh, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting team because, you know, they've added some veterans to this younger um, core of, of guys. Um, but uh, yeah, <laughs> I just don't, I don't see it uh, because you, you got a team like Nashville that got a lot better too. And that that's a team that they'll be fighting for with, uh, you know, trying to get, uh, into the playoffs. Yeah, your current goalie room is Karel Vemelka and Connor Ingram. So uh, as, I, the kids, as the kids also say mid or you know yeah, uh, uh, I average. Don't, I don't know that I'm willing to go to that level. I I like I like drumming up the enthusiasm and who am I to try <laughs> to prevent teams from doing it. But I also reserve the right to say I don't think so. And it, it's not going to surprise me if this audio clip, if if they end up making the postseason, this audio clip gets found by freezing cold takes. I welcome it if I am wrong. Bring so it on. <laughs> we're saying no, but um, one thing that I think we can both definitively agree on is the team that just traded away the Norris Trophy winner will not be anywhere close to the postseason. Uh, we're going to try to wrap our heads around a couple of former Minnesota Wild players that are on the move as part of a 12-asset mega deal. We'll discuss the Eric Carlson parameters as we continue today's episode of Locked on Wild after this. Our next partner has a product that I use on a daily basis, and really it comes down to just wanting to be better about my vitamin and supplement routine. AG1 can simplify your entire routine, taking you from multiple bottles of different vitamins and supplements to just one scoop in a glass of water every single day. That one scoop is full of 75 high-quality ingredients that can help you get into better shape. They support your energy, focus, strength, and clarity, so no more crashing at your desk over the lunch hour. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash NHL Network. That's drinkag1.com slash NHL Network. Drinkag1 slash NHL Network. Check it out today. Continuing today's episode of Lockdown Wild, once again, thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. Lockdown Wild Boot Camp continues this week for the everydayers. We'll be taking a look individually on the fourth line as we talk about Connor Dewar with a special guest um, on tomorrow's show. Marissa Voss of Wild Takes will be joining us to discuss her bestie, uh, Connor Dewar. So uh, we'll have that for you tomorrow. We'll talk uh, Brandon Duhame and Pat Maroon before the week is up as well. We'll kind of prime it up here on today's show to finish things off as well. But the trade, Alex, that we were waiting on for a while uh, finally happened. 
Eric Carlson is going to the Pittsburgh Penguins in a deal that involves former wild center, Mikhail Granlin, and also uh, involves a member of the Pitlick family as well uh, with tons of Minnesota ties there. Um, 12 assets and the San Jose Sharks end up getting a top 10 protected 2024 first round pick or retaining salary on Carlson. And yes, I know on one side, it's a gamble for the Penguins because Carlson is under contract, I believe for four more seasons. you worry at his age about a little bit of a tail off, but let's be honest. The, the Penguins are at a situation right now where they're trying to load up for these next like two or three seasons as much as they possibly can, because after that, Sidney Crosby is going to be done. And uh, you're going to be likely looking at a big step back as well. So this move makes a ton of sense for them. And it didn't take a ton for them to acquire a guy. It's a pretty darn good offensive defenseman. Yeah, it's like uh, it's the NHL version of the last dance. (laughs) Uh, You know, anytime you can add the Norris Trophy winner to your team. I mean, you do it. Yeah, I mean. This and uh, it's Sidney Crosby's birthday today, uh, Monday. Um, so yeah, happy, happy birthday, birthday to, to, to Sid. Um, you know, nice uh, um, early birthday present from Kyle Dupas um, to get uh, Carlson added to that uh, core. Uh, just amazing player, amazing skater too. I, I just the way he skates, I don't see it dropping off. And the the way this guy can play on the power play too. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I mean, you could, you, you could make a Ford liner, uh, you know, uh, just a, you know, dominant, uh, on, on the power play, you know, playing with, with the way Eric Carlson can pass and his vision and skating. I mean, he's one of the best skaters in the league, uh, for, for sure. Um, and yeah, just, Kyle Dubas masterclass. I think the funniest thing of the morning was <laughs> before the trade became official was <laughs> Elliot Friedman uh, saying cap gyrations in his tweets. <laughs> that was a new one. And the, the replies to Elliot Friedman's tweets are, are X's or whatever are absolutely hilarious. Uh, people are so funny. I was liking so many of the comments and, and memes. People are just just great. There are so many different degrees of wild separation with this <laughs> trade. And I just want to, I just want to try to sell as how much relief I have for not having to see Eric Carlson because the Sharks have been a team that for whatever reason, the wild have struggled with over the last handful of seasons. Carlson's a big part of that. He has nine goals and 33 total points in 27 career games against the Wild. So he obviously is very involved pretty much every time they play. But the fact now that he goes, ironically, to Bill Guerin's former team uh, to be part of that mix with Mikhail Granlin, who did not uh, did not work out in Pittsburgh, now headed to, uh, to San Jose. There's a lot going on here, but I think the craziest part of this for me is the fact that now this is the second high-profile offensive defenseman that the Sharks have traded in the last couple of years, the other one being former Wild defenseman Brent Burns, who went to Carolina. And so they're just – there are wild layers. It's like wild lasagna. There are layers to every aspect of this trade and subsequent trade that uh, that link the uh, the Minnesota Wild, which just – it just blows my mind. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, Pitlick, uh, another trade for him. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's it's crazy, crazy to think that he gets gets moved again. But um, I, I just think uh, it was it was not a good fit in Montreal, and I think you know he's I think he's a little pumped to, to get out of, get out of there. And then Granlin, I mean, Dubas made quick work of uh, Hextall's mistake there in, in Pittsburgh, uh, and uh, he's like, I have to get Granlin off off this team, and he didn't even have to buy him out. You know, um, so, you know, uh, that was just just crazy to see uh, the maneuvering that Pittsburgh did to, to get to get Carlson on there. And, um, you know, people can make fun of the four years, but when you can add a guy like that and if they can <laughs> get back in the playoffs, uh, they'll be a dangerous team because adding that guy, my goodness, we, we saw the wild struggles against the Dallas power play. <laughs> good, good, good luck trying to, you know, stop the Pittsburgh power play if they get humming because, uh, and then once they get Gensel back, um, I, I would not want to be a fourth liner, you know, trying to kill a penalty against, against Pittsburgh. Well, and you couple in the fact that Boston is going to take a, a major step back. step back. So it's, it's open season. For uh, for some of those Eastern Conference teams and Pittsburgh throwing their hat back into the ring, San Jose Sharks are going for the first overall pick a year too late. They'll obviously <laughs> they'll end up still with a great player. Don't get me wrong there, but a year after Connor Bedard, they're they're doing all this, and it's like, couldn't you have just couldn't you have just accelerated your timeline by twelve months? Yeah, it's tough. Uh, you know, they they did trade time Timo Meyer, but um, I don't know why Hurdle uh, re re up there. Uh, that that uh, he's going to go through a lot of losing. Um, so I know he cashed in, but I, I would not want to be a part of that mess right now. No. Um, yeah, they just you look at their uh, at the lines and the goalies that they have. Capo gave up, you know another former Wild guy. You know, Ca- you know Capo gave up a ton of goals this year and. Mackenzie Blackwood, uh, yeah, he was not good in New Jersey. So I, I, it's, it's a mess there. They are definitely trying to get the, get the number one pick. Well, we can, uh, I don't want to say pencil those games in because we saw how that worked with Anaheim last year <laughs> yeah. and, and being taken to the brink, Arizona, another good example, but trap it games, should be, it should be a little easier to contend with the sharks, uh, this upcoming season. So, um, that's I think that was the the big remaining domino for the offseason was the Carlson trade. And so now that that's done, it's more so just teams getting to camp, seeing what they need, maybe making trades. Keep in mind as well, I keep throwing this out there just as a friendly reminder that the Wild traded Dmitry Kulikov before this past season on August 31st. So there's still plenty of time to make some moves. Whether those moves come or not is the big question. But, I mean, August 31st, you really can't wait any longer than that to uh, to make a trade. So we'll, uh, we'll see how it plays out. <laughs> maybe uh, maybe uh, Bill Guerin can make another um, move uh, from the beach. <laughs> that, that picture <laughs> from the Gus uh, uh, up, you know, contract, you know, that was absolutely all time. It looked like he was at a, like a tiki bar and uh, he was announcing yeah. that Gus had come to a, an agreement, just a, uh, just an all time look at, uh, from, from Bill. Uh, I love it. 
Well, as uh, as friend of the show, Jesse Pierce of the Bar Down Beauties mentioned on Twitter, she took that Zoom call in from a paddle boat. So everybody's in off season mode. Yes. Uh, which is just fine. Like make the moves and still enjoy. I mean, if I had the opportunity to uh, to rip a trade or to rip a signing from a cabana, I'm taking it. Yes. You're going to take that opportunity if that uh, becomes where uh, becomes an option to you. And speaking of, that was kind of the instance in which Pat Maroon was uh, introduced to the Minnesota Wild. Was at uh, at a party in Wisconsin at a bonfire with uh, Alex Goligoski, among others. And he is part of a little bit of a new look fourth line. Not a ton of changes on that fourth line, but still uh, a new look fourth line. And so we'll finish today's episode by talking about the fourth line and what we can expect from those three, including Pat Maroon, as we finish today's episode of Lockdown Wild after this. Final segment of today's episode of Lockdown Wild. Once again, thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. For the everydayers, again, we'll be taking a look at the fourth line here this week. We'll talk to Marissa Voss of Wild Tanks regarding Connor Dewar and his expectations heading into the season uh, coming up on tomorrow's show. We also are going to be talking a little bit about uh, Jack Pert this week also. So keep an eye out for those episodes. Best way to make sure you don't miss out is to subscribe and to turn notifications on so you don't miss out on any new episodes. Seth Topol joined by Alex McLeddy. Alex, the fourth line, Brandon Duhame, Connor Dewar, Pat Maroon. And we know quite extensively what Dewar and Duhame bring to the table, and it seems like their role every year becomes more and more important. Um kind of leaking more into the the special teams with being huge contributors on the penalty kill. And so let's just start off with our optimism level for uh, this unit gelling together and being able to be a weapon that Dean Evison can utilize as kind of a changeup. Cause you look at the, the third line composition, that's going to be more of your, your defense oriented line. You can get certainly get some speed from the uh, the first and the second lines, but this fourth line has the potential to be a nice little speed component uh, to this wild lineup. Yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be a group that brings energy too. Um, you know, it's a unique uh, set of uh, three guys. Uh, you have uh, Duhame that is always going a hundred percent. He's he's a road runner, um, and Connor Dewar too. Uh, great great two-way player and um and and Duhame and and uh, Dewar they're going to be keys on the penalty kill this this season um you know uh, they'll miss Mason Shaw on, on that unit but uh they're gonna you know play a big role on special teams uh, you know the fourth line doesn't get a ton of minutes but you can you can stay in this league if you're for a long time if you're good on the penalty kill and again yeah. that's another spot that teams are always looking for help um and so um if you know you know, Dewar um, and Duhame, if they you know excel at uh, uh, on the penalty kill, they'll, they'll they'll be with this team for for a long time. And so, um, and you add a guy like uh, Maroon to the mix too. I think he'll bring a little bit more offense than than Ryan Reeves, and be a little, maybe a little bit more willing to throw the gloves uh, <laughs> if uh, you know if if someone's giving uh, ninety seven a hard time or you know anybody on the fourth line is chirping. <laughs> Uh, from the opposing uh, bench, uh, uh, Maroon will will bring that element, and and also I think um, you know 
he played a little uh, power play in, in Tampa too. So <laughs> as we know, the second unit uh, was <laughs> abysmal. And so, you know, if the wild are ever looking for a front of the net presence, um, you know, maybe uh, uh, Maroon can, can help out there a little bit. Um, you know, I don't, I wouldn't expect it uh, a whole lot, but you know, he does have that prior experience. So if, uh, you know, it's, it's worth it with a shot because, you know, I think he can still score a little bit. Um, yeah. And how fun this is one of, I think the, the most interesting angles of this and just trying to come up with, you know, you get the, you get the usual spin in these types of situations. And so just going outside the box, how fun is it going to be for Duhame and Dewar to have a guy like Pat Maroon, who is a multiple time Stanley cup winner, you know, he's going to take those two under his wing and uh, impart some knowledge on them. Uh, as the season unfolds. Yeah, he's going to be one of the leaders of the team. He's going to hold guys accountable. He'll hold those line mates accountable. Anytime you can add a guy like that who's been through the wars, has been through multiple rounds of, of playoffs uh, to get to the glory, uh, you'll take it. Um, you know, I just... I love the you know the energy that he brings to a team, and so that's definitely much needed with, with this team, especially after losing Ryan Reeves and Matt Dumba. Um, you know, he can help uh, add add the energy and uh, be a be a leader for this team because um, he won't be afraid to to call out anybody. And so uh, that's that's what I like about him too. Him uh, being a straight shooter, and uh, it'll be it'll be a good uh, quote for sure. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's an element that is needed on this, uh, this current leadership structure is it's, it's a little more lead by example as opposed to lead by being vocal. And so that, that'll be a welcome addition, uh, in that regard. Now, stats wise, these aren't guys that are going to light it up. No. I mean, you just look at the stats from this past season. Duhame had the, the weird season statistically where he had nine goals and then, uh, had one assist, uh, <laughs> Dewar had six goals, 12 assists, and Maroon had five goals and nine assists. But let's just take those numbers. And of those three, Duhame with nine, Dewar with six, and Maroon with five, who has the best chance to exceed their goal output from this past season? I would say Duhame. Uh, you know, I just, the way he plays, he, um, you know, he can create a lot of opportunities for himself with, with the speed. And, uh, we saw how, uh, how well the wild were, uh, on shorthanded opportunities. Um, yeah. you know, so that that's an element too, that can, you know, help them try to score. But the, the most important thing, uh, for, for this unit is just not to get scored on when, when they're out there, you just don't, you don't want your fourth line give, you know, giving up goals, uh, because it's just, um, it's demoralizing. Um, and so you just want to be as much as of a plus player as you can being on that unit, because like we talked about, um, you know, five and five, they don't see a whole lot of ice time, but, uh, right. uh, fourth lines still are important. We, yeah, we look at, we saw Vegas, what, what the, what their fourth line consisted of. I mean, some of those guys on their fourth line would be, uh, you know, and in, in you know, in some cases, and in, in the top six roles for for teams. Uh, so yeah. it's 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 important because your fourth line, you know, gets gets you know, gets everybody amped up, and uh, you know, if you get a big hit too, that just just fires up your team. And um, like I said, um, a lot in this episode too, uh, um, a lot of the fourth liners uh, play penalty kill, and so they are you know a, a big part in in that uh, in that part of the game. 
And if you can get your fourth line rolling, you and let's say you end up having them take a shift against a, a second line and they hold their own. Then all of a sudden you get to start doing that mismatch game where you're moving chess pieces around. And so a healthy fourth line, a productive fourth line leads to a happy team and a happy coach typically. So that's the hope for those guys. Um, It's, it's going to be interesting to see because, you know, you look at what we've had on the fourth line over the last couple of seasons and it's been, it's been pretty consistent. Uh, it, it hasn't been as much of a turnstile as the middle six has been. And so there's a lot of continuity here. And the hope is that those guys just continue to grow and develop and that Pat Maroon just kind of takes the lead and they go from there. So it's, it, it is a situation that feels pretty set. Um, and so you're hoping that those guys just uh, just do their thing and, and you roll with it into the season. Yeah, it's it's gonna be an exciting, uh, you know, uh, combination. Uh, like we've we've talked about in previous episodes and tweeted too. It's uh, they're gonna cause a lot of chaos, and they have a lot of speed and uh, in <laughs> in grit, and uh, a guy that uh, um, you know, has won multiple championships, uh, Stanley Cups, uh, and a guy like Pat Maroon and uh, leadership. And yeah, it's just. Uh, it's it's so much fun to watch uh, um, Brandon Duhame play hockey too, as as That's you know, it. as the president of the fan club. It's uh, mm-hmm. you know, it just his nickname should be Chaos. Uh, you know, he's a roadrunner uh, and uh, hits everything. Uh, Doer, uh, you know, is, um, underrated for his uh, his speed too and uh, tenacity. Um, and so, yeah, I like I like this combination. Um, you know, and uh, kudos to uh, Bill Guerin to. Um, you know, finding a guy like Pat Maroon to to replace Ryan Reeves. Um, yeah. yeah, it just was, I think it's a perfect fit. If I'm the president of the Brandon Duhame fan club, I think Denny is the president of the Connor Dewar fan club. Shout and out so Denny. Ho- yes, hopefully those guys continue to uh, to get those opportunities. As Bill, as we the kids like to say, hopefully Bill Guerin lets those dogs eat. Just <laughs> yes. let them do their thing and uh, we'll have a lot of fun with it. So, little primer for the fourth line. We're going to go more in depth with all three guys. We'll rank them amongst the rest of the division. I already started to take a look at that and uh, it'll be interesting to uh, (laughs) to see where they stack up amongst the rest. So that's coming later this week as well, but that does it for today's episode of lockdown wild. So now that you're finished listening to today's episode, make sure that you take the time to subscribe. If you haven't already, Leave us a five-star review if you are so inclined. Those always help with uh, where things get placed amongst the algorithms on various podcast platforms. So if you're feeling up for it, a nice five-star review, we uh, we certainly appreciate it, uh, any of them that we get. Uh, also, if you are a first-time listener, make sure you run through and subscribe on YouTube, on your favorite podcast platform, so you don't miss out on any new episodes Lockdown Wild Boot Camp continues here until the month of October, and then we'll get you fully geared up for the start of the season on October 12th. It'll be here before we know it. Uh, We will keep you up to date with all Minnesota Wild news with new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Podcast Network.